you're leaving? You're a terrible friend. You only care about your own pain. I'm sorry you hurt so bad, but that doesn't mean other people aren't vulnerable or sensitive. And just because you made a career out of it doesn't mean that other people don't have feelings. You don't get to fucking cry right now. I am crying right now. I lost my job. And I told you, and you haven't asked me once if I was okay or if I needed any help. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. If you want, I, I can give you money. I don't want your money. I just want my friend. Gina, wait! Gina, fuck you for making me fat in your stupid show. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Netflixing Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Evans, and these are my, uh, I was going to say co-hosts, but that's rude. You're equal hosts to my host title. You're not co-hosts. Oh, We're all hosts together. But girlfriend, stop. You're going to make me blush. No matter our backgrounds or nationalities or sexual persuasions. Or, or disabilities. <laughs> I want to be the wheelchair character. The Asian wheelchair flex. You can be I, like an Asian Drake. I want to be... Well, I want to be the nerd. disabled? No, but he got shot. Oh, yeah. Was, I, Come on, yeah. what the fuck? I, you know, it's like I, I thought we were I, both I, grassy I, fans I, here. I, <laughs> anyway, he turns with his head in shame. It's true. All right? I love it. I moved out and had no cable, so I watched the full season of Don Grassy. And guess what? Much like my recent viewing of Girls Me- Girl Meets World, I enjoyed it. I so forgot fuck you. show exists. Oh, gosh. Fuck you. Precious. <laughs> anyway, I'm Nathan Evans, and I'm joined by my good friends, Steve Assey and Ryan Ratzlaff. This week's Scrum Tell me, Caitlin. <laughs> Topical. This, this week's Scrum to is uh, 2014's uh, Welcome to Me, which is apparently is a movie I had no clue until it popped up on Netflix. Same stars Kristen Wiig, and it is a Will Ferrell, Adam McKay Gary Sanchez production, which I also didn't know because oh. I thought it was like a drama because he's been doing that drama shit lately. Yeah. Uh, so I figured it was going to be like a dramatic movie. Uh, and to be honest, I don't know what it is. So Neither we better just go ahead and uh, it's um watch it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an interesting something. It's a weird, weird movie. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll get started. Uh, press play. Yeah. Should we call it like a? Feel good coming of age story. I wouldn't say that feel good part is accurate, but uh, is it a feel good movie? Uh, no, but I don't think so. Does that it makes me feel good that I'm not her. <laughs> it makes you feel good that I'm not her. Although if I won the lottery, I'd be a hell of a lot more uh, awesome than that. Well, what she does is pretty unique, at least. I mean, it, it would, would you have your own talk show in APA and a million hundred? Then? No, yeah. but I'm just saying, I've seen plenty of those TLC documentaries where it's like, look at what these idiots did with their lottery winnings, and it's always something fucking stupid. You know what I mean? I still work at the shitty factory that I've worked at for my entire life, even though I'm a millionaire. And I'm just like, you... Just fucking I get, I get, quit. I get really irritated with that. I a lot of NFL memorabilia, though. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I get really I'm irritated. I bought myself a four tractor. <laughs> <laughs> but I get really irritated with morons that, like, you don't have to work anymore. Or they're retired and they can do anything they want. 
and instead they get a shitty part-time job. It's like, you're doing retirement wrong. I, you know, I, I don't understand those people that are like, well, I'm retired and have nothing to do. I'm going to get a job at a department store. It's like, you know there are mountains and shit, right? Like, you can <laughs> climb a mountain... You can go look at like some beautiful shit in the ocean. You can You're go being to... dumb redneck. You can climb the mountain. There's plenty of there's the redneck shit in, like somewhere cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's tropical islands. Have there's... a dream. I, I don't know. There's back, back. Amsterdam. There's pina the coladas. But you don't know there's who's ever done the John Deere tractor. Exactly. There's like I'm naming all, all these wonderful things. There's a whole world out there. And I can't explore it because I'm a slave to the nine to five. Yeah. But Me too. these are people that are retired or these people that have won the lottery and like aren't CEOs or anything. They're not running a big business. Like you can go do shit. You're not. You're it's like you're ruining it. It's like those handsome dudes that are gay. It's like you're doing it wrong, man. <laughs> you can get any chick. Exactly. In fact, you're friends with all the hot chicks and they wish they could be with you, but you're gay, so you won't be with them. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Hey, and he's like, exactly. it's because they're so handsome and they know it. They'll never find a woman as pretty as them, so that's why they like men that are close to them being as pretty. They're trying to... I don't know. I understand their logic. And that's the Sean Moore complex. Uh, We've spoken on that on on the Firefly or Serenity podcast we did. Yes. But uh, I just don't get it. It's like, you know how much... Yeah, but you know how much butthole you know what he does else get? leads to plenty of poon is not Every gay friend I have always says they find vaginas <laughs> gross, so I you know, it's, I guess it's a matter of preference. Well, I mean, of course, but think about how much well, poon he can they get. can't they can't help what they like, but yeah, I wish I was as pretty as them, because I I mean <laughs> well, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm joking now. <laughs> If your Facebook pictures are any indication of how pretty you are, you That's are true. quite you, the metrosexual. You do photograph well. Like, really well. Like, no offense, but like in person, you're kind of a shlubby dude. And, but in, no, I'm joking. Uh, but in photographs, it's like, who's that model that I'm friends with? Oh, it's Steve. You know, I feel the same way. Like, I get uncomfortable. I'm like, Steve's prettier than me. <laughs> Look at those baby blues. <laughs> Look at that perfect scruff. Hey, hey, you know what? I think I pulled the beard off pretty well. I yeah. did say perfect scruff. Mm-hmm. Damn folks. Maybe I can give it Chris, Chris. Well, no, no, no. Let's give it the respect he deserves. All right? That's a epic beard. It is not scruff. Scruff is what I so, have going on. So, this is scruff. Sometimes it's kind of scruffy in his photos, okay? We gotta, <laughs> if we're going to talk about his photos, we've got to bring in all of his photos. <laughs> okay? It's a category as a whole. All right? You're being judgmental uh, and you're generalizing the Steve photo. I'm sorry. Okay. I, should, I should have been politically correct and included all exactly of the all of the white people only. <laughs> yeah, you, you should generalizing. You know, not all white people look like generalizing. <laughs> generalizing. <laughs> this is See, how much. What, what is that word? Generalizing. 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 We cannot speak today. <laughs> Jedi realizing. <laughs> I cannot speak today, man. I I had I had lack of sleep. Whoopsie daisies. <laughs> anyway, I gotta say right off the bat, I love, just when the movie started, I got really excited. Because like I said, I had no idea what it was about. And then she's walking down the street with her uh, umbrella out and her sundress and shit. You're seeing the credits roll, and I saw fucking uh, Kristen Wiig, Wes Bentley, Linda Cardellini, Tim Robbins. I was like, this is a great fucking cast. I got really excited. Oh, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay produces. Alright, this is gonna be an awesome, hilarious movie. And then it Kind of got into the movie, and I was like, all right. This I, is not a comedy. Halfway through, I have no idea what's happening, but yeah. <laughs> it sure is happening. It, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, oh. I, mean, I mean, yeah, I was... Ex- 
expecting it to be, you know, kind of funny. Really, it wasn't funny. Uh, spoiler alert, was anybody was, else prepared for the uh, naked Kristen Wiig? That wasn't even... Well, you told me about it before. Oh, okay. So I was, yeah. I was uh, kind of waiting for it. That was uncomfortable, too. I don't know. It was just... I had a Holly Berry swordfish moment where I was like... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I was going like... Kristen Wiig is naked. Cool. The, the general reaction, I feel, to female nudity for men is usually like... Oh, but like... Occasionally have a Holly Berry moment, or you have this moment where it's just like, whatever. Yeah. I don't really need to see that. Well, was, I'm not too impressed by it. But, <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I never really thought about seeing Christian Week naked. It was kind of like, a, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I never. Uh, I didn't ask her. I mean, I'm not mad, but that didn't ask. I her. don't care. Like, she's a, she's there. You know, she's not hideous. I think that's because she's normal. Yeah. yeah. She looks like a normal person. And, like, we get that every day. So we're not too impressed by that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're, we're seeing that every day. I guess it's kind of like, like a normal looking chick you knew, just like, it was like, I'll strip for you, just kind of like. Yeah. And you know. I don't really have anything to do. So. <laughs> Before people throw out that, uh, you're objectifying her, first of all, I'd like to point out that there is no reason for the scene in which she is naked. They could have shot around it or done anything else, so she put herself out there to be objectified. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really add that. We're not really objectified. And I get that vibe from her. I get that feeling like I get with like your Julianne Moores or your Lena Dunhams or your Ma mm. Ackermans, where it's like. You want to get naked and everything, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> Lena Dunham. Uh, I know. Hey, Linda Carter, yeah. you get naked? That's so disappointing. We get something almost as good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so tell us more, 14-year-old mate. Lena, that's the thing. <laughs> like, Lena Dunham, just like, no one... And this is... Your body shaming her. No, she's nasty. All right? If I were to show you my naked form... It would be nasty to you. That's rightfully so. But rightfully so. (laughs) And rightfully so. She's is not good looking. Sorry, I hate to break it to people. I don't really get like when it comes to like lately with like women that are. It's not that I'm saying she's gross. You're body shaming. I'll be a little politically. I'm not objectifying lady dumb. I I just think she's fucking. Y'all are gonna jump to the fence to like just some like schlubby out of shape dude that's gonna get naked. Of course not, because there's a dumb standard. But they, anyway, that's my thing. It's like, <clears throat> hey, I, I can't hey, put my penis on the bus. Nobody ever complains when Ron Jeremy gets naked. Well, I mean, who would? That's true. I, that still perplexes me. Yeah, me too. Like, I remember, like, when I was growing up, and you know, you don't know who Ron Jeremy is. You don't You're not watching porn at that time. But like, you see his personality. He's like shows up on E shows or on VH1 yeah. or you know things like that. And you know that oh, he's a porn star. And you're like, he was all over the place, wasn't he? How is he a porn star? <laughs> yeah. the, like, disgusting who wants to looking... look at him do anything? Super <laughs> Mario. I mean, but I've seen videos of him, and I was not very in his prime. He wasn't in like particular shape or anything. Well, I saw an interview with him. I think it was on the one he was of the a stud back there. He knew his shows. No, you know what? It was the E True Hollywood Story and Jenna Jameson. And they were talking to him, and he was like, at one point in his life, like in super good shape. But the films he did, I shouldn't disgrace what he did, but with the word films, the videos he shot uh, skyrocketed in popularity once he got fat. So they, after that, he was encouraged to get fatter because for some reason that it, it, it increased his appeal to people, which I... That uh, is a, you know that, why? That because that's usually who's watching porn and they figure like, oh, he can get with them, so can I. Well, I think some people like watch porn with different intentions. Like they're, you know, normally I think people are like, "Oh, I don't get into this. I put it on for five minutes to take care of some shit." Yeah, that's me. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think some people watch porn for entertainment value. Like, "Oh, this is so bad. Look how gross that is. Ugh, funny." You know what I mean? Yeah, I know a few people who do that. So I think that demographic yeah, yeah. are the ones that are watching the Ron Jeremy pictures. He just <laughs> appeals to a wider audience. 
Personally, I've Good only I've accidentally clicked on a Ron Jeremy video. No, you didn't, Steve. Okay, you're right. Anyway, okay, so- you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled over so quick on that one. Why would you even oh, try to pretend? Right. Like, don't act like you didn't. It's like that time. <laughs> Would you want a job? It's like that time video? you went to Lady Jane's to get your hair cut, and you're like, they give good haircuts for cheap. <laughs> oh, I remember that. And my girlfriend got extra. <laughs> I, I was like, you didn't go there for the haircut. <laughs> we all know why you went there. It's fine. <laughs> my, I remember my ex-girlfriend got, was mad at you for making that kind. He goes, Nathan is claiming you're looking at other women. I'm like, I, I did. <laughs> but it's like, I'll, I'll go to Hooters for the chicken wings. No, you don't. Because those chicken wings are fucking nasty, right? I said it. No <laughs> one goes to Hooters for anything. Other than... Looking at Hooters. big old titties and big old asses. They should have called... It, by the way, I did go there once when I was a kid. My family took me. Weird. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I, I remember like I was like 15, which is like... You don't want to take 15-year-olds up in that <laughs> bitch. But anyway, I was like 15, and I remember leaving and being like... They shouldn't call it Hooters. They should call it Assies, because that's like what like the big prominent feature is. You know, you know what I mean? What a big ass is around. Recently, <laughs> this year, I saw a video. You sound like a huge pig, right? I saw like, I saw a... describing 15-year-old Nathan, like... Speaking of <laughs> The sad part is, 27-year-old Nathan probably would come away with that, too. They should it, call it Assies. <laughs> it doesn't mean 15-year-old Nathan was wrong just because he was 15. <laughs> Speaking of Hooters, there was a uh, Mother's Day video, uh, commercial... Say, take your mom off to Hooters. And they show like a mom having a good time with her son having beer and wings. I'm like, who the fuck takes her mom to Hooters on Mother's Day? That's <laughs> like one of the most uncomfortable commercials I watch. That's if you have like a, a midlife crisis, I went super lesbo mom. Then yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can't, because I can tell you what, my mom wouldn't talk to me for a long time if I took her to Hooters. That would not, no. She wears a lot of flannel now and buzzes her hair. So <laughs> I thought Hooters would be a good idea. She's got a Dunlap. Feel <laughs> like a buzz cuts. What's a Dunlap? A big belly. A big oh, it's, it's, that's what they. Steve <laughs> used to call a former uh, boss the Dunlap. Sweet <sighs> overhang. You know what's funny about like terrible jobs is that like, you know, there's a, like a good five years after you work there where you can never return to the premises because you, it pisses you off too much. To yeah, remember. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. But go on. But, um, then you, like, kind of just forget you ever worked there. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I remember the other day I, I drove past this place of business that I used to work at. And I, I was okay with going inside. Because I was like, I barely even remember ever being here. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, that's so, not how uh, I was okay. towards Target, actually. I, I The car, the one that one near... The, 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 the one where we all, worked, we all worked at. I walked in there the other day. I usually drank going there and just walked. I was like, they have deodorant. I must buy. Pretty much as soon as I got out of there, I was like, whatever. I'm not a slave to it. I didn't see anybody I knew there, so that made it even better. I do creep in there, like, I hope I don't see anybody I know. You know what I'm saying? My, my, uh, someone I know sees you all the time, and I'm like, why is he always going fucking that place? <laughs> like, I, 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 you know, like, I'm just getting over hating being there, so, like, I, it's remember, weird to me that you would chat, but... Uh, because on the way home, there, and I was cheap back shit. There <laughs> when you were that came back from Kalamazoo, I always used to run into you at that store. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, No, 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 it was weird. Like, you came to talk to me while I was working one time. Because you were just passing in to grab something or whatever. And so I was like, hey, what's up, Steve? And we talked for a second. And then, like, I turned around to grab something because I had to keep working. But I was still talking to you. I turned back and you're just gone. (laughs) I didn't see you again for, like, five minutes. I was like, so that's what that feels like. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, that's something. Blah, blah, blah. Like that. You've been practicing. You're like, what are you talking about? I never stop. Where are you trying you would never give a Christian Bale had a bad the, case of upside down mouth. Everybody shits on Christian Bale's voice. I love that voice. That makes sense. But the only line of dialogue in all three of those movies that pisses me off, like I get actively angry because it's bad, is when he's like, You would never give the trigger to an ordinary citizen. Tian rises. I was like, mm. <laughs> It's bad dialogue and that voice doesn't work. If you're going to do that voice, you need some good dialogue to pull it <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all, it's all like, the dirt? Like, he no. sounds like he was drunk or something. Get a bunch of shots and was like, <laughs> I don't know how he kept that up for three movies. I just tore the shit out of my throat <laughs> for a second. He's a smoker, so it came naturally. <laughs> I wonder what Ben Affleck's voice is going to sound like. Probably Ben Affleck. We already heard it. Tell me, do you bleed? That doesn't count because it, it says robotic. Yeah, it, yeah, it sounds like they did a, they're putting like a voice effect on him. Like he wears something in the cowl to make his voice sound different. Batman does do that. Mm, I, I, I don't remember, recall ever reading any version of Batman that does that. I mean, he I'm sure would. they're out there, you know. I mean, he would do that. Whatever. That's what I always dug in uh, Hush was that like they kind of like show you shit from his perspective and at this point he's like using night vision lenses but like the suit still looks just like that cloth suit mm-hmm. so, like the idea of just like a cloth suit with like all this kind of like technology expensive inside. technology inside of it yeah you know it's not like a suit of armor but it's still like the body armor but with like tech in it do you cool. like Ben Affleck's suit in Batman vs Superman uh yeah. Yeah, I do actually. I don't like the, the cowl think, bugs me a little bit. The when cowl, you, like, tiny ears. It all comes down to how you shoot him. Because like you see him in the trailer, I had no problems with it. Like when he's looking at it and the thing, and then when they get a couple shots of him later on. But when you see like the poster they released, where it's just him against a gray background, it looks like shit. It looks like his like chin is into his jaw. Yeah, that's like the cowl is terrible. Yeah, well, like I said, and I think it's just like he's gonna move in that suit. It's so bulky. Well, it's basically it looks like it's made out of paper mache. It looks like the same shit that like the Night Owl suit from Watchmen uh, and the Ozymandias suit from Watchmen was made out of. You know, he's using the same costume designer from those movies, that movie. So, oh yeah, but it looks like the suit. Like, if you look at the detail, it looks like they made it like a pinata costume. Like well, you could smack Batman with a bat and you could candy out. I mean, let's be. Uh, straight here, like I don't think there's been any version of a live action Batman with a s- good suit. I, I think, think there are suits that were adequate. Like that's what really bummed me out. The only thing that kind of bummed me out an about awesome suit. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. What bummed me out bummed me out about those movies is that like I feel like right before Batman Begins came out, Spider Man was huge. Spider Man Two, and like they perfected the Spider Man suit in that movie. Yeah, it was like this. Wasn't spandex, but it was material that kind of looked like that. Had a texture to it. <laughs> had a texture and the to it. Webbing. And it looked like you know, it didn't look cheap. It looked badass. And I was just like, do like a fucking classic Neil Adams blue gray or just straight black Batman Year One kind of costume with that material. It would be perfect. You know what I mean? Like you've seen some cosplayers do it, where they just kind of have really badass yeah. cloth suits. And it's like mm. you could do that. And then instead, they went back to the same kind of Tim Burtony. Uh, Joel Schumacher leather shit and was, that kind of bummed me out like I like the suit in Batman Begins but there's some see, shots that are pretty apparent it's like oh he can't turn his head you know what I mean like they address it later in the second one which I thought was dope writing that in there a lot of movies yeah, like kind of try to tell you like go with it but in the second one Morgan Freeman's like oh you want to turn your head you know what I mean like I like little things like that 
I thought the his suit armor in the Dark Dark Knight. I mean, it just made sense. If Batman, it's a straight up armor suit. I didn't hate. It. I didn't hate it. Well, no, but for me, it was just I'm like I want something closer to the comic. I want that kind of cool badass cloth suit. And I think the one they got for Batman v Superman is closer to that. Like, that's an, I'm not going to knock that movie for that. I think the suit looks pretty cool myself. If it, I mean, it looks cool in the trailer, but when they show the suit by itself, it looks terrible. Well, like I said, it depends like, on how you shoot it. Like, that Daredevil costume for the show looks pretty shitty, but there, in, in the actual episode of the show... It doesn't look too bad. It looks pretty badass for the most part. There's still a couple awkward shots, but it looks way better than just, like, the still photograph you get for the thumbnail on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Well, like, the same thing happened with the Flash TV show costume... And with uh, Amazing Spider-Man's costume before that came out, where they released, like, set footage of it, and it looked like garbage. But then you actually saw it in the movie, and, you know, that's, like, one of the few things I won't knock Amazing Spider-Man for. I thought the costume was fine. Like, it didn't hurt, didn't help. My whatever. favorite thing about the set photos is that his crotch was always dark. The second one did. The first yeah, the one, he had, one. like, that, like, silvery shit, like, the edges on the boots and shit like that. It was, like, his a little His Nike different. shoes were the fucking oh. rocking. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I rewatched Amazing Spider-Man. I don't really like it again. Honestly, you, you argued with me so much that that was a good movie <laughs> for like the last year. <laughs> and I, I, I was adamant from the start. I remember Aaron got mad at me. Aaron doesn't even like these movies, and you know how they had the tag at the end of the movie where in the credits or whatever. We waited or whatever, and I'm sitting there just stewing I'm like this movie fucking sucked. And then I'm like, all right, ready to go. I didn't even want to wait for the tag. And they was like, no, let's see what happens. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you hate these movies. I hated this one. Let's go. But yeah, I, I fucking from the start hated that movie. I was thinking about that today. Like, it's boring. Like, I watched it again. It was boring. It's, I've said it a million times on the podcast, I'm sure. It's just Sam Raimi's movie over again. Except any time they got to an iconic moment, they just, rather than like circumvent it and come up with a new way to do it, they cut it out. That's all it was. It literally felt like someone took that first Spider-Man script, copy and pasted shit, and then changed, all right, find and replace Green Goblin, change that to Lizard. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Wrote the script, it's done, here you go. Like, Lizard, pedophile. That's why, actually, I don't think it's good. I prefer the second one to the first one, because at least the second one, while it's not good, it's its own movie. I didn't like the second one. The second one. I'd prefer they just not exist. Yeah, that's Luckily, the they, they really won't going forward, at least. That second movie was just a joke. I like like there are aspects of it. I like like both movies had shit in there that like if it was handled well, I guess every movie, every bad movie is like that. <laughs> no movies like one hundred percent off. Or some movies are one hundred percent off. Well, usually movies aren't one hundred percent off. There's yeah. some good idea or something cool you could take from it. But I was about to say there's. I was about to say that. I can name you a few movies that are one hundred percent. Like it's not popular, but I actually like the Hans Zimmer weird electro shit. This the whispery score. I kind of dug that. I didn't. And I like the shit with Captain Stacy, like showing up, like he's haunting Peter, kind of that idea. I, of, like, I wasn't bothered. Feels so guilty that he seeing him places I like that idea I was okay with that that didn't bother me I, I, to be fair though I've always loved that mechanic like I feel like Six Feet Under the HBO show was like the first thing to really make that popular of like having people literally have conversations in their mind yeah. but you know dramatizing it as like actual conversations with dead people like they did that in Spider-Man 2 where he's talking to Uncle Ben when he's sitting there in the bed trying to like decide whether or not he's going to keep being Spider-Man he's sitting there back in the car from the first movie talking mm-hmm. to him like, I really dug that fucking scene. I like it when you kind of uh, materialize 
those cerebral concepts, you know. I wonder what this new Spider-Man is going to be like. I know they're not going to do his origin story again. Thank God. <laughs> Marvel, that, that's that's part of why sucks. Amazing Spider-Man sucked. It was like, you don't need to do an origin again. Like I think like The Incredible Hulk, uh, while everybody else seems to hate it, we all agree it's a pretty damn good movie. They just jump right in. Yeah. like They could have done that. Like Everyone... Spider-Man more than the Hulk. Everybody knows Spider-Man's origin. You don't have to do it again. You know what I mean? Like, people keep saying Batman's origin is done to death, but really it isn't. If you think about it, Batman Begins was the first one to actually flesh out his origin in a uh, medium outside of comic books. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Before that, it was like Tim Burton's movie. He's Batman already. Adam West is Batman. They never said anything. He was just Batman from the start. You know what I mean? So... He was just a fat belly, beer belly Batman. Nevertheless, <laughs> a Batman. I read an article one time that said the well-fed Batman Adam West. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That was a funny way to put it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I fucking we gotta talk about this. I love West Bentley, the dude. Uh, the guy's a piece of shit as a human being, but yes, he is. Why is that? I've only heard he fell into drugs. Like no, that... you know what? He he does something that I fucking if he ever did this to me and does, he was involved, does in he fuck with the I war? capture him. He will be in your movie, and he'll take the role, then last night, like the day before a shoot, he'll kill, drop out of the role. Mm-hmm. And he fucks you over, and you have to get a new actor. Well, that's because he was in drugs. He still does that. Really? What was yes. the last movie he did that on? He's just, he's that kind of person, he's indecisive of what he'll do. But I'm saying, what was the last movie he did that on? I don't remember, but I heard that he still does it, and I'm just like, if you ever do that to my fucking projects... He cut. I feel like he's gonna have like a Robert Downey Jr. moment where everybody's like, "All right, he was kind of a mess for a while, but now he's gonna come back and uh, you know do good work." Because I really think he's a good actor. He is. I first just saw asshole. him, of course, in uh, American Beauty, uh, and like I thought it was dope. And I saw that movie like it came out in '99. I probably saw that in like 2007. Like I saw it years and years after it came out. I still haven't seen it. And I was like, this guy's fucking fantastic. Why haven't I seen him in anything else? And I go, of course, Wikipedia. It's like, oh, you fell down a drug hole. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Then, of course, he comes back in The Hunger Games, and I was underwhelmed. But, you know, he's got a career ahead of him, I think. As long as he stopped dropping out of roles in the last minute. I don't know. When I hear that, it pisses me off. I don't know why you're not making the film. (laughs) As a guy who's making movies, it's never happened to me, mind you. But actually, kind of did actually. I lost my, my main villain, Gnarly Darren. I'm not gonna drop his name. He stopped communicating with me. Mm-hmm. It's a long story, but I remember I didn't hear back from him for three months, and I was playing the role. He didn't say whether or not he was coming to shoot, and I said, "Can you please tell me whether or not you were gonna do the part of money?" He went, "He just wrote no." Mm-hmm. And then like months later, I said, "Are you still with Gnarly Darren?" Role? And he was like, "The paperwork's not in order." What the fuck does that mean? He, I, long story short. Please tell me you took him to task, and they're like, "You're an asshole." I don't want you anymore. <laughs> that, that is essentially what I said. Like, okay, we're casting then. <laughs> that's all I wrote. And, yeah. So I, so I hear Wes Bentley kind of, kind of pull a Wes Bentley on me. Uh, my, the only reason why I get this guy passed what he did to me is because he's not getting paid. Because I can't afford paying him. Wes Bentley, if I was paying him, fuck you. <laughs> well, you know, even if you're not paying somebody, if somebody says, yeah, I'll do the thing, well, then do the do fucking the thing. thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to do it, like, I'm that way. If I ask somebody to do something, if you tell me no, I'm not going to get mad. I understand. You don't have to do this. You're doing me a favor. You know what I'm saying? But then if you don't do it, it's just like, you're a dick. Just do it. Or say you don't want to do it. If you just tell me right out you don't want to do it, I'll find another way to do it. You know what I mean? So like that, yeah. even if you're not paying it, it's just like, look, he said he'd do it. Fucking do it. 
show up. You know yeah. what I mean? And he and don't, he don't string, he shouldn't string you along for months acting like he's gonna do it and then go, oh, the paperwork's not in order. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate that shit's like a fucking pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking dick and everyone, like, I, I'm not naming people in my cast, but they, they were all aware of the situation. They're like, what the fuck does paperwork have to do with anything no. to do with a shoot? And it's, like, <laughs> it's like that shit people do when they borrow something and then, like, never give it back. And then they get, like, Annoyed that you ask for it for it, but that's that's my thing. Look, I, fine. I don't like gonna, that. Maybe you forgot that I let you. I let you borrow this, but don't give me shit when I ask for it back. Because like, it's right? mine. I pay. Oh for it yeah, me too. I oh yeah, oh yeah. My sister used to pull that shit with me. I let her a couple movies. Like, hey, can I get that movie back? Because I want to watch it. God damn it! I'll get it back to you when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Like she'll just snap me. Like it's my fucking movie. Yeah. I bought it. If if I let you borrow this film. Watch it within like three or four days, and if you're not gonna do that, then just fucking give it back to me, or don't bother borrow, borrow it in the first place. I'm always afraid. Like, and if you can't, if you can't watch it within those three or four days. Like, let me know that I won't get it back for a while. Yeah, yeah like like oh, I won't have time throughout the week, but uh, you know, maybe by the weekend or some yeah. shit. something. I don't ever borrow. While shit. we're on this subject, don't ever force anything on anybody else. All right, if you have to go, do you want to borrow it? Then you're you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be like, hey, can I borrow it? And like, sure. Because I hate when people are like, like I had this one dude uh, when I used to work with, and he wanted me to watch the IT crowd. Oh dear! And I knew I, I love like that it. show. I knew I personally, I, I knew I wouldn't oh. like it. And he's like, so yeah, man, it's hilarious. Tell me all about. It. So yeah, I'll bring that in tomorrow. So you can borrow it. And I was like, I don't want to borrow it. Now I'm gonna feel obligated to watch it because you're forcing this on me. And lo and behold, it sat on my fucking PS3 for like three months. And then finally, he was like, I need that bag. I was like, I didn't want it in the first place. <laughs> that's like, that's the thing. I never, whenever someone tries to lend me something, I always say this to him. I'm not going to watch it. Mm. He goes, well, you should have. When, when you don't want to watch it. I mean, if I want to watch something and somebody's like, hey, you want to borrow it? I'll tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'll give you some inclination before that that I actually want to see it. If, like, I've expressed no interest in this yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Like, you <laughs> have a conversation where I sound like I'd be into it. Yeah. <clears throat> and if I'm into it, you'll know. It won't be me going... Yeah. Uh, Great. I've noticed you did that with me too. Like, oh yeah, I can let it to you. And you're like, yeah, I'm not going to bother with it. You've done it to me before. Well, I've I done it to everybody because I don't want to be a dick. That, no, I appreciate you know? that. Because like, the... if, if, if I didn't know you and you were like some <clears throat> acquaintance, then I would be like, uh, okay, I'd probably be polite and let you force it on me. You know what I mean? But since I know you and we're friends, I can just talk to you straight and be like, I'm not going to watch it. So here. Yeah. You know what what I mean? was the movie that I tried to lend you but you said you wouldn't watch it and I forgot what it was? Hmm. Probably was a couple movies. Yeah, I don't remember. You've done it before. <coughs> was it your collection of gay porn? You yes. <laughs> yeah, Boner Jams, two thousand three. I had a, I had Chippendale. <laughs> I had a Chippendale deal, and Nathan wouldn't watch it. No, but uh... <laughs> Boner Jams is always funny. <laughs> I love Boner. Yeah, that's a four year old. See, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I see you said. Uh, I always love Boner Chains. Oh my god. Uh, I, I've uh, ex- spoken about how I use the Honest Day feature on Facebook where I look at like posts from like a year ago. And just like this week, a couple of days ago, I go on there and the one from last year of you quoting Steve that said, Hey, I got some new shorts I'm going to try on once you guys leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just laugh for like, like half the day, and I start that work going. 
That was a really odd thing to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was my new writing Isn't that, like, <clears throat> weird, though, that, like, this podcast started out in Steve's parents' uh, basement. Which I don't live in anymore. I was getting to that. And then it shifted to Ryan's uh, uh, parents' uh, bedroom. Not their bedroom, but his bedroom in the parents' yes. house. Now we're doing the podcast in my home and your guys' individual apartments. Except mm. for Steve's, because I don't want to get shot. But everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. You know what I mean? It's Not like that bad. Things have changed. We've made, like. Steve, I, I like my door and I parked outside. <clears throat> I get discouraged a lot just in my life of just being like, I've made no progress. I'm not doing this. We're not doing that. But when you stop and think about it, like I was thinking about it today, like it doesn't feel like it, but you're doing shit. Like yeah. you made progress. You're just not like, you know, I'm not like. Because when you make progress, you get stuck in that Yeah, hundred dollar bills aren't sucking my dick right now, so I'm still not satisfied. But Yeah, but you're up to like. If I managed to move out of my parents' house, I made some kind of progress. Just saying. And you're shooting a movie. Like, that's a big yeah, deal. True. You're shooting a movie. And we have a podcast. I'm writing a script. And we're about to jump into fucking YouTube videos. You know what I mean? So it's like, we made progress. That's a thing. People, a lot of people do don't do that thing. A lot of people do. go to work and then come home and don't do shit. We that, do that's things. me most days. What are you talking about? You got school and you're going to become like a fucking not, tech program. Not right now, though. But I thought you had off. a degree already. Didn't you? The associates. So I'm going to go get bachelor's. What are you going to be done with school when you're like fucking 59? <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. <sighs> 59. Oh, shit's fucking tiring. But school sucks. Yeah, I, that's why I'm not doing it. You should. I've tried it a few times. It's just not for me. It costs money. No, it's not for that. everybody. And that's why I think it's so retarded that, you know, most a lot of these good paying jobs won't take you unless you have a bachelor's. Mm. Even though there's so many people that could easily do the job without one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got my soul-crushing job that pays pretty well, so I'll just probably stick it out and numb myself to it until I can, you know, get off and then have my time where I actually do something productive that might get me ahead in life. I hope Nate just ends up like a crazy old man when he's like 60. He's like, whips <laughs> his dick out of the supermarket and he's like, woo, I'm retired! <clears throat> what I hope happens is... I, like, would, I wouldn't do that, but I mean... Like, I was hoping that was uh, like, <laughs> you know, my plan's kind of throat-clearing. Seriously, if I'm retired, like, I'm going to go do shit. I'm not going to be sitting around the house. Watering well, the lawn. Better go get my fucking part-time job. No. You better get my prescription of Bengay for my asshole. <laughs> my 2 p.m. half gallon of milk. I can't miss out of my trip to the old country buffet. What's the name of the actress they just showed in the middle that wears a scarf that hates her? Uh, Joan Rip, Joan... Not, no, Joan, there's Joan uh, Cusack. Guy. And then there's the other chick that's like against the whole show. I don't she know. ends up quitting later on Jimmy in the Pizarre, show. Cyclops. Cyclops. Would you watch? <laughs> would you watch Welcome to Me, the show in real life? I. That's what's funny is like I remember sitting I, here watching this and I was like, I'd watch this show. <laughs> no, I would definitely be sitting here. Like, I can't crazy. lie and say I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I watch Steve Wilkos so every once in a while. Steve, Wil- really? That I can't even go there. I, I, I did go there. I watch it at work. Me and my coworkers watch it at work. It's so trashy, but I can't put my take my eyes off of it. My favorite trash show is Cheaters. I feel like that's like that's the trash a great show. show. It to is end all, all trash shows all the way. It's amazing. That and uh, what's the name of that dating show? 
Like they show these people go on a date. Well, uh, blind date. Yes. Back in the day. Mm. Oh, oh that was so good. Remember that old MTV shows like Room Raiders or some shit. Yeah, I used to love Room Raiders. Me too. Fuck yeah, I love that show. I used to watch it really back. I used to watch that shit. And think, I, I also love the that. one where they did that show Next, where they got someone off the band, be like Next. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I love, I love where they were <laughs> as soon as they walked up. Now, they had one that was shorter lived than all the others, but it was like two slit dudes or like two popular chicks would coach through an earbud in the contestant's ear two nerdy dudes or two nerdy chicks and then go on dates and then try to get invited into the house. That's how we won the game. Want to come like, in? They, it was maybe it was something like that where it's like oh, the girl had to ask, hey, you want to come in? Or the guy had to ask, hey, you want to come in to like the nerdy chick or the nerdy dude? And they were being coached by the popular or the Which people. pissed me off when I saw that shit because it's like, you know, I'd see these popular story chicks like I wouldn't date these chicks anyway. And you, so why would you coach me into doing well with them? Because you want to go oh, in... To hell with your fake standards. How you know them, well. <laughs> And then you could... <laughs> See, that's funny, because before the I podcast, Steve was using this word pound to describe sexual exploits, in which we've been trying to get him off the word. So that's why I said pound. I don't want a pound anymore. I want a relationship. I want marriage, for God's sake. Well, then to start, let's stop using the word pound. Yeah, that's like your first step. <laughs> I don't think that makes on your a, a very good wedding vow. <laughs> and I promise to <laughs> I can, see, I can, see, for the I can see you reading your like vows of the marriage. Babe, when I first met you, I really wanted to pound you. <laughs> now I realize that's really good. <laughs> Steve, look, if you can find a chick that's okay and find the hilarious that you write that into your vow, you're marrying the right chick. <laughs> you know, I got, I got a habit of saying that word because my lead actor is also named Nathan. What? Always says that word. <laughs> pound it. Why do I picture you with me? He and I always use marrying you in a wig. <laughs> is that what he looks like? See you? you? No, like I imagine the woman you marry looking exactly like you with a wig, <laughs> <laughs> beard and all. No beard, no beard, but just like Steve marrying Steve. That would be sexy. She's the same glasses and shit. <laughs> is she wearing the same clothing? <laughs> or is it Steve in a dress? No, no, she's in a, is a girl. But with Steve's face Okay, and but does she have, like, hairy boobs? Like a hairy Steve chest? No, like, she's a girl, anatomically, she's a normal woman, she, but... In the she has a hormone disorder. She has Steve's face. That's really hard to And a blonde wig with the same glasses. And her about to be like, when I met you, I was hoping you'd want to pound me. <laughs> I really just want to get pile-drived by you. And she's from New York, for some reason. A Jewish woman. A Jewish New York Steve. It's like butter. <laughs> a I'm big really, uh, stick of butter. I'm really hoping you'd uh, rub butter all over your dick and we, we, it's yeah, a, like we're fresh pounding dough. is become an inside joke on my set. Like, like I told you, I'm really good friends with my lead actor. We always yeah, we've, we've, we we walk by. I always I always walk by and we like pound apple to each other. We just keep saying that, and everyone on the set gets all confused. And it's a joke that I still don't understand. It's okay. <laughs> How does pound apple get played? We don't know. Just we just made that word on the Monopoly board. How did we even get on that? Because uh, you brought the word. What were we talking about? Because you brought the said the fact that I used the word uh, coitus as the word with the word pounding. <laughs> uh, I'm still confused how we got there. Yeah, I, we were talking about something. I, I, anyway, I forget it. Uh, coitus. Coitus. That's a better word. How's that sound? Uh, coitus. No, are you? You're not the guy from the Big Bang. I, I think this movie is working on us because this has to be one of our weirdest podcasts. That's like completely. Just We've gotten really fucking weird. <laughs> We've gotten weird, but this is like the weirdest, I think. 
Mate, well, right, not, mm, probably not the weirdest. Mm, I'm sure we go back through all 63 fucking episodes, we'll find some more weird shit. But, uh, yeah. I remember the Clerks podcast being our real first weird one. Wasn't that just you and I? Yeah. Like, Sam Steve somehow got weirder. It got weirder. Yeah. <laughs> like, Steve's apparently, like, the stability. Steve listened to it, and the first thing he said was, like, that was weird. <laughs> Which one? The clerks? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, I can't do this. I forgot what we were talking about. That was so weird. Um, I, 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 you and I just went down a fucking rabbit hole and got lost. I wasn't there that day, remember? remember you, I know. That's... I remember UPN would come up a lot. For some reason, like those first early episodes, <coughs> I'd bring up the television network UPN. Oopin! Oopin! Oopa! I want some Oopa cheese now. What the fuck is Oopa cheese? I don't know, I don't know but I always wanted to try. It's like something that comes out like a... Fat native woman's breasts. I don't know, but I never. I always go to the Greek restaurant. They light on fire. Goes, Oppa! Ed the room got quiet with crickets. I was taking a drink. I don't. Even I thought we were over that amateur podcast bullshit where you point out the fact that we're not talking. You we You're were supposed to come up with something new to say instead of continuing the conversation. Like, like, hey, Ugh. we don't have anything to talk about. We're a bunch of fucking rank fucking bullshit amateurs. Nick just got done talking about our progress. Now I have to edit the second in. I now I gotta start from scratch. My words came out with a slur. Delete, delete what we recorded. We gotta start over. Oh, Come sorry. on. Restart the movie. Yeah, alright. We gotta go back through all 40 minutes of it and start over again. Alice. Is that Craig. better? I was like, this movie <coughs> takes movie no pains to explain itself. Uh, like, uh, halfway through, you kind of start to understand that. Something traumatic must have happened to her. Where she turned her into a fucking weirdo. And she's like weirdly sexually like aggressive. Yeah. And she won a little lottery from chance and I do want to start throwing TV show. Like that's the story. That's literally all the story we got so far. I honestly I she said borderline personality disorder. I do want to come out and point a flaw in this movie. I actually dated girls who had that. They are of no course you did. Not yeah. <laughs> oh, shut it. Anyways, um, no, I should be shocked by that. Like you did, but instead I'm like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of I was like, <laughs> yeah, why? So you, I feel like you, your, your stable of like women that you've dated are all from like the Deuce Bigelow movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like they have some weird kick. Well, they like Bond villains, but they have some weird quirk. <laughs> you just like you're into that. See, movie. you just said stable, of women, and I just imagined Steve went to like a weird like <laughs> farm, just like playing different like weird horses. Like, yeah, you're a pretty girl. Pretty bird. I'm Sweet gonna, bird. I'm gonna ride you. <laughs> I'm gonna pound you. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying they don't act anything like that. <coughs> that was my thing. They, they, they're very. What, what is that? I, didn't, I thought that was a thing they made up because, like, it's, she keeps talking about carbohydrates. It's so very I it was just like a thing like that. Similar. One of the symptoms. It's kind of like bipolar, but they're but bipolar moods they go on for a long period of time. Bi- so borderline personality. It's kind of out of their moods come out of nowhere, and they do compulsive at behavior. Like they'll do obsessive spending. They'll stalk mm. people. Mm. They'll. Okay, maybe it wasn't accurate. Like, <laughs> I was like, Steve, what the fuck are you getting at? You're describing I was like, you're her. literally describing everything we're watching. To the T. But the personality thing she has, I've never met a girl with borderline personality that act like that. They Did you meet normal. one that one? No, they the usually lottery? seem No, but they usually seem normal, like where they're like they're talking to you just like regular people. You don't know they're crazy until you get to know them. I mean, I, I probably don't think she was crazy outright. I probably just think she was weird. But... No, she's fucking crazy. 
I remember, like, from the start, you know, like, this bitch is fucking nuts. Sounds fucking weird. I wouldn't think too much of it. But she has money to really express it. <laughs> really See, for me, money would not, like, excuse oh. her behavior. Like, I would not put up with that shit just because you're rich. Like, it would yeah. just drive me crazy. I think for them, it's like, whatever, it's a job. You know what's funny about this movie is that it is uh, critically at high rated on Rotten Tomatoes. This is like 70 some percent, mm-hmm. but users hate it. And it's funny to me because like anytime you see that happen where critics like a movie more than users, mm-hmm. it's be- or uh, you know the populace, it's always because it's like an art film or there's like you know it's going more for a cerebral bent. Yeah, like it, normal people don't like that. I've come to know. I love it in movies. I love watching a flick. That is more mood than anything else. Like, I mean, obviously, Drive, anything like this. But a lot of people like Drive. Uh, I don't really think so. I, I mean, mean, I have never met a person. I don't, I don't think anybody. I oh, I have. I've no, yeah, people. you definitely know somebody that didn't get it, I guess. Who? Everybody Jennifer had... Jason Lee. So that's who that chick is. Everybody so, I'm friends with said they love that movie. I didn't say you were friends. I'm looking it up. I want to know what oh, Drive is. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, you don't show up, Steve. What is Drive rated at? That is critically. Yes. Critically, it will be uh, uh, liked. What the fuck? I I know someone tried to sue oh, Drive because she thought I wanted to be a fast movie. Yeah, that was what? the stupidest fucking Somebody uh, attempted to sue the creators of Drive because, the, and they did. They marketed it like a Fast and Furious movie. Oh. Uh. And she was like, you fucking hoodwink me, you know? And it's like, you're fucking stupid. Just, you don't see bad, like... If that, that, if that were the case, I would have gotten money from fucking uh, George Lucas. I would have gotten money from fucking... I would have gotten uh, money from 20th Century Fox. Uh, Brent Ratner for X-Men 3. I would have gotten money oh, from yeah. Sam Raimi for Spider-Man 3. You made a bad movie and I didn't like it. I'd be getting paydays out the ass. I, I would quit my job and just sue movie studios. Yeah. Man, yeah, I'd yeah. be so... <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> no, we don't need to discuss it. <laughs> oh, well, but no, yeah, but... like uh, fucking, I think they did that on the Clerks cartoon I... where Randall was like, I mean, it was some some other unrelated thing, but then Randall calls to the stand in the courtroom a bunch of different directors, like calls up Joel Schumacher, I want my five bucks back, and he hands over the money, and then he calls up George Lucas, I want my five bucks back, and he gives up the money. You know, like, it would be that kind of situation. I'd be making bank. You know, the thing about Drive, the only reason I saw it because you wrote praised it so much, I actually thought it was going to be like a fast food time, which was I was like, meh. Then I saw how well it was rated on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. I was like, okay. And then you said it was good. And I was like, this movie should have been marketed better because the part of the reason why I was reluctant to watch it because it looked like another fast If, if they had marketed it the way it is, no one would have seen it. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that, true. but yeah. it's such, it's, it's just, it blew my mind how good it was. Yeah. Well, what I, they had me from the beginning when you just oh, fucking yeah. as soon as you start playing that pseudo '80s music, yeah, with the fucking pink title cards and that like '80s style cursive. What I'm trying to do, and, and you just see these fucking like I love that like high, hot saturation that's over the entire film. The whole thing's shot like you feel like sweat beads <clears throat> on the fucking people's faces and shit. Yeah. Like I just like from the start, I was like, I don't care if there's any content in this movie. If there's like literally if this movie makes no sense, just the mood of it is like so fucking cool I'm up my alley that I'm there. That was yeah. I wanted to see it again. I saw it the last weekend it was out in theaters. The mm-hmm. very last weekend. I saw it the day before they removed it. I have it on my phone, but I haven't I'm not too keen on watching films on my phone. I, never, I, I saw it until I bought it and I loved it. Really? I thought you saw it in the theater. 
No, I think you told me it was awesome. I was like, that's good enough. For like a solid three months, I told everybody. <laughs> I was like Another making it my mission to be like, everybody see this fucking movie. It's amazing. That's kind of what I was I like. That's just Nate's opinion. I I'll throw money at it. That movie flopped. And sort of Dread. Like those two did movies too so I thought Dread, since it was modest budget, made its money back. I don't think it did. No, I don't know. Well, this goes to show you, people don't always know like good shit out there. I guess still, like Drive, I understand that's an art film disguised as a action movie, but yeah. Dread, I have no clue how that movie didn't make money. Like that movie, like I understand, like people wouldn't want to go see it right off the bat because of the memory of the fucking Sylvester Stallone movie, right? But after literally everybody who has seen it has been like, it's fucking amazing. I don't understand how that yeah, movie you thought it would have. I would have oh. saw it. Uh, I mean, I saw it three times in theaters, so I did my part to help it. But, you know, not everybody's me. I just I feel like that was the last, like, pleasant surprise I had. Uh, where, like, I really went in with rock-bottom expectations <clears throat> and came out of just being, like, blown away. Like, that movie... God, like, I, I know we flexed on it, like, a year ago, but, like, it's so fucking hardcore. I agree. It's just unapologetic, R-rated awesomeness. Well, well John Wick was kind of like that, too. That was an unpleasant Yeah, John Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Because I didn't think John Wick was going to be good. I was going to be terrible. Yeah, the, the, the trailer. I thought, it, I thought it, yeah. at the very least, I was like, this is going to be fun, terrible, though. It's going to be, like, fun. But it wasn't bad at all. It was all. just dope. It was just awesome. But and, uh, that's what I liked about John Wick, was it had, like, a sense of... I, I think we, we, did, we did talk about it in the podcast. Yeah. The sense of humor, I think, got a little too out of hand towards the end. But for most of the movie, it's very tongue-in-cheek the whole time. You know what I mean? And they're doing a sequel, which I'm okay with. Dude, I'm so down for that. I want to explore... More of the world that they set up because that's what was one of the cool things about that flick was that like they hint at like there's a whole like yeah yeah this whole assassin world that you don't even know that about. movie is Drive meets Dread is the best way I would describe it it's got the mood of Drive it's got the right visuals of Drive but it's also got the hardcore action of Dread yeah I actually I really I really dug their uh, title or the what do you call them the, the subtitles they subtitles, use yeah yeah that was. Badass. Like I've never seen that in another movie. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Tony Scott movies kind of do that a little bit, but like they took it to like a weird like extent where it's like neon words and shit that like, would highlight like what they want to put. That in. was yeah, such I a like that. movie. Yeah, Keanu Reeves <clears throat> needs to do more shit like that. Come oh, on, dude, you got me thinking because you just said an eighties movie. Have you guys watched Halt and Catch Fire? No, no, I just added that to my queue yesterday because you mentioned it. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Like I really thought because the title is horrible. Like I'm not gonna argue with anybody on uh-huh. that. That is like the. AMC is really bad at titles. Ever since uh, Breaking Bad, I feel like they've just really gone to shit with their titles. Uh, Low Winter Sun is a horrendous title. That show sucked, though. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I only saw the first episode, and it was just mm-hmm. that black guy going, Oh, we're in trouble! Oh, I can murder someone! Oh! Over and over again. Yeah, yeah I, I watched like, the one. I was like, <laughs> nope. And I believe it got canceled. Send them all, Tom! It's... <laughs> I said that to Aaron the other day. It's out of nowhere. It's like, it's in the walls, Aaron. She's like, what's that from? I don't even know. That's funny. That's how I communicate with my wife now. Like, she just flat out knows I'm quoting something. <laughs> She's like, you're a, so a dork, so I know you're quoting something. Just jump right and speaking of Keanu Reeves, everyone says he's a shitty actor in Street Kings. No, of course, he upstaged Forrest Whitaker. I didn't hate Street Kings entirely. I thought it was fine. It was a two-star okay. movie. Two out of four. 2.5 out of 5 but it was inter- it had entertaining moments I kind of like the noirish it was watchable feel of it you know but uh, that's uh, David Ayer right he directed that yeah that's the thing that, that guy like I can't connect with his movies like I remember people saying uh, End of Watch was like a great flick 
And uh, what was the other one? He did it. Right? I think you told me Sabotage was, was like good. No, no I didn't see Sabotage. It was out of menu. It was all right. It was I shut it off after 20 minutes. I couldn't do it. I fucking, uh, with uh, the other one he did, uh, there's Sabotage, then there was mm-hmm. Harsh do? Times. That sucked. That. Never I watched the whole thing, but it sucked. And then uh, that first one, Street Kings, and that was like, eh. So, like, <clears throat> the fact that he's doing Suicide Squad, I'm just like, mm. Suicide Squad, I don't know. It looks cheesy to me. I flip-flop. Sometimes it looks like it might be cool. Other times it looks like it's going to suck. If it ends up awesome, great. But it, I don't know. That first trailer didn't really wow me in any way. No. I think Killer Croc looks fucking bad. The fan base behind the Jokers pissed me off. It was, oh my god, Jerry Little's nail the Joker. Like, you saw him in two seconds. <laughs> it doesn't one count line, for shit. And it didn't blow my mind in any way. It's just like his characters, the characters that David Ayer writes... There's no like redeeming qualities to them. Like they're not even like entertaining to watch. They're just like foul. Like if you watch Christian Bale's performance in Harsh Times or uh, Freddie Rodriguez's performance, they're just like douches. And then you follow these two douches for two hours, and I'm yeah. like, I don't care about any of these fucking pricks. They're both a bunch of dicks. Yeah, you that's know why he might do a good job too. That's because he's good at writing unlikable people. These but are they're not. Not, the part of like I've always gone back to Breaking Bad because I feel like that's like the master. Of presenting you with a character that you should fucking hate, but and like kind of it never even away. enters your mind to not like him, not once. You know what I mean? Like I was on Walter White's side for that entire fucking run until betraying Jesse. That was like my you fucking dick moment. But other than that, like I was rooting for that guy. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like you need to at least make them interesting to watch if you're gonna go that way. And I don't think David Ayer can do that. He's too simplistic. Every character's. Like, kind of has Frank Miller disease, where, like, every character is just fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's Mickey Rourke in Sin City? Uh, Marv. Marv. Every character is just Marv in a different suit. If you read The Dark Knight Returns, it's just Marv in a Batman suit. If you read 300, Leonidas is just Marv back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, he just writes the same character over and over and over again. I feel like David Ayer does that a little bit. I don't like Frank Miller at all as a writer. I mean, Dark Knight Returns is a classic. Sin City comic turned classic. I don't like 300 comics, and I also don't like the movie. But. Dark Knight Returns is badass. Batman Year One is better yeah. than the Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns is... I, I don't like the comic because the artwork, I can't get past it. It's so shitty. Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. Yeah, you don't read that for the art. <laughs> the art yeah, really I've, good. I've got the our animated movie, which is exactly like it, and yeah. that's way better. Yeah, the, the anime movie is fucking dope. I was really so shocked good. by how good that turned out. Like, DC's really rocking it with their fucking straight-to-DVD shit. So why don't they Have just you watched Gods and Monsters? Oh, uh, yes. I only watched the clips. I didn't watch the full movie, but, like, uh, the Brainiac short was fucking brilliant. I, it was, like, it's, like, five minutes long, and it's probably better than, for sure better than anything Marvel's put out on the animation side. <laughs> you know, better than... Uh, a lot of DC stuff. I was just blown away by that clip. It was amazing. Yeah, the the movie uh, is pretty hardcore. I want to see it. Like, they, they should fucking kill people. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch a father and son, you just get fucking killed by a, a robot alien. Thing My only fuck. complaint about those movies is they're only an hour apiece. Like, no, some of them are like an hour and a half. The only time I... An hour and a half, not even that. One, hundred, one hour and 15 minutes. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks to watch something that short. Some of them are feature length. I, I would... Uh, I probably wouldn't now, but like back in the day when I had more disposable income, I would just because they had a lot of cool special features on them too. Or like, I remember uh, which one was it? it Under the Red uh, Hood. The one uh, Under the Red Hood. Yeah. No, man. No. 
It was that one was after that. What was the other? Anyway, they had one that they released where like they had a bunch of special features behind the making of that, the voice talent and stuff. Then they also had like a series of short films that they did with other DC characters. Like you had one with the Spectre, you had one with Jonah Hex, you had you know like a bunch of cool little vignettes that went along with it. I thought that was badass, and it's funny though. Because those first few they released suck dick. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> uh, Batman Gotham Knight, the one that served as a bridge between the beginning oh. and the Dark Knight, was awful. That was straight anime, so I didn't like that at all. I didn't like it either. Uh, the shorts were, they were just fucking weird. Superman Doomsday sucked You gave me that. Monkey balls. Did I? Oh, yeah. That I never watched it. Watch it. Bad. Just see how bad it is. I don't is. remember really that not good. And uh, Bat- Superman Batman Public Enemies, that also sucked ass. It was just like... For me, it's like, I understand in film, like a, if you're doing a live action film, you have to change things in order to, to streamline it, it, to make it work in a physical space. But with animation, you can do anything. Yeah, you can. So when I see them fucking change shit, they don't need to change. Like Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, that comic <laughs> book, as is, would work. You know what I mean? But they go out of their way to just make it suck. Which is why I'm so shocked when Batman Under the Red Hood came out. And was fucking awesome. Like, that movie rocked so hardcore. It was fucking dope. I haven't seen it in a while. I need to go back and rewatch That's it. That's one of the best Batman movies. Period. I can't even disagree with that. I thought it was fucking badass. It was only an hour and 15 minutes. It was too short, but it was still good. I want to see them do Hush. I'm sure that's on the dock. I know they're doing The Killing Yoke. Like, they announced Yeah, that that's the movie. next one. Which I'm buying. I do want to see that, because Mark Hamill comes back as a Joker. You can't go wrong with that. I love that was the best part of Arkham Knight was Mark Hamill yeah cause like spoilers uh, you should have played it by now <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah it's been a while guys cause he said he was retiring yeah he said he was done yeah after Arkham City he was like I'm not doing the Joker anymore and they got fucking uh, what's his face uh, Troy um, Baker to yeah. do the Joker for which Origins which doesn't do a bad job which I'm just gonna tell people now that we're gonna start a phase for the next episode where we're gonna do movies that we like that everybody else seems to hate. But if I were to do the video game version of that, Arkham Origins would be my pick for that. Because everybody seems to fucking give that game shit. That game rocked. I liked it. So hard. It, it was such a good game. It had the best story of all the Arkham games. Not the best environments, not the best gameplay, but the best story out of all those games. And the gameplay was as good as the Dark Knight. Or not the Dark Knight. as Arkham, The first Arkham City the only Arkham City. <laughs> I was like, Arkham was like, yeah, I was like, are you trying to say There's so many Arkhams and Bats and Returning and Rising that I get confused, right? <laughs> so beast. It's like Taco Bell ingredients. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, a lot of times I'll be like, the Dark Knight Returns, I mean, no, uh, the Dark Knight, I mean, no, Batman Returns, I mean, no, you know what I mean? It's like there's so many. The Dark Returns. Batman bat. Returns a lot and he rises sometimes. <laughs> in the morning he, he rises. And he's always a knight. So <laughs> I rise in the morning. Too. I do rise in the morning as well. Involuntarily. Yes. But yeah, you know, uh, what was I talking about? Batman. Shit. And rises and Arkham's. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah, our Arkham Origins. That game was a fucking really great game. And I loved a lot of the stuff they did, like I said, with the story with like Gordon. Of like they took the like level of contention up between them. Because in every other version, Gordon's kind of like alright with Batman from the start. You meet like a little bit of resistance, and then it's like, hey, we're best buds now, we're BFFs forever. And this one, it was just like, I'm gonna fucking pull a gun on you and shit and try to arrest you, and like, we're not friends. 
Like, Origins really played that up, and I thought that was pretty badass. I think uh, Arkham Knight would have been better if uh, Gordon and Batman had BFF bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> and for the whole barber thing, like, Best Gordon gets hurt with a bracelet. <laughs> but then by the end of the game, he gets a new bracelet for Batman. Like, I'm sorry. You fucking. I just picture Gordon getting that T-shirt for Batman. You know, like, there's a piece of poop and there's a Toyota smiling as his best friends forever. <laughs> I just picture Gordon getting Batman that shirt. Batman's just wearing it over his fucking. Suit. You know, <laughs> our, those, that's how just cute. That's how good those games were. They explored territory that because they went out of their way to give it an end. So they explored territory that like very few other people have like I tried agree. to resolve Batman. The Dark Knight Rises was probably like the only other thing I could think of. Outside of the comics, it was like, we're going to end Batman. You know, everything else is always like, till next month. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's just the nature of comics. It's going to keep going. Uh, but Arkham Knight, since they did that, they explored a lot of territory that I thought was awesome. Like, just that offhand way that Gordon explains to Batman, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Calls him Bruce right out of the bat. And, like, there's no, like, moment of it. It's just like, Batman at this point is like, I figured you'd probably figure out who I was a long time ago. And, you know, you're not an idiot. And he's like, I know you know I'm not an idiot. And like, I know who you are, but I'm not going to say anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why I like, like shit, character shit like that that you don't expect to be in a video game was in there. And that's shocking. Like, a lot of people, a lot of games are just like, even now, like, when you can explore that kind of, like, character stuff, a lot of games now are just like, shoot everything in the room, move on to the next room, shoot everything in that room. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, when you get, like, an in-depth story like that, it's impressive. It was very impressive. Oh my god, I hate this part so much. This scene is so weird. It's so fucking weird. I'm gonna neuter dogs. And then she just like neuters the dogs in the montage that lasts for a and long time. See, and I got to see something I never wanted to see in any time of my life. A dog testicle. If it makes you feel better, it's not a real dog testicle, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's not. You can't have that in real movie in movies. The uh, PETA would have your head on a stick. I like that they like say that to him. It's like after all this shit, the SPCA is gonna come up in this bitch and shut you down. <laughs> He's just on TV neutering dogs. And this guy's crying. Watching. <laughs> this what I mean. This movie does have funny parts, you know. And like the way I was explaining to Erin, she didn't watch it. She was just kind of watching me watch it because she was like doing other shit. Yeah. Uh, this to me feels like you know how comedians whenever like they get their own film where they get uh-huh. uh, something that they made on a low budget for themselves it's always weird it always exists in this weird space that's never funny Has it, like traditionally dude seriously yeah, there's that uh, what was that one where he was uh, speaking Spanish and shit uh, Casa de mi Padre oh I didn't and see that wasn't... or uh, I would even say uh, Everything Must Go was kind of in that territory yeah that was definitely bit, there where it's just like it's like dramatic shit but it's not full on dramatic it's just it's, this, ca- it's quirky it occupies a weird strange Will Ferrell needs to do more serious stuff he, was he really does everything must go is an amazing film I really like that one and uh that even had what's his name from Ant-Man in it uh Paul Rudd something Pena sure. uh, oh um fuck I know you're talking about but. anyway it's funny cause like I've been aware of that guy for like years. years. He's yeah. been around forever. He's always just kind of popped up here. Crash, which was an awful movie, by the way. <laughs> Everybody had like a, such a boner for that. That movie was awful. I remember when I won the Oscar, being perplexed. I was like, really? Like, and to be fair, it was a soft year, so it was kind of like, okay, but still, that movie, that movie sucked. I'm I sorry. Just, I don't know. I remember being in school and like teachers be like, 
oh, we can watch a movie this week. And I'm like, what should we watch? And I just remember, like, every my class going, like, Crash, Crash, we should watch Crash. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. I don't get it. Why? Why? Yeah. That movie was so. I, saw, I was like, why, why do people like this? This is whatever. That movie was so over the top. Like, the, the, I remember seeing what they were trying to say, but, like, the acting was so overacted. I, I remember it was being like, like, I'm a racist. Feel my pain of being a racist. <laughs> and, like, sure. Give me an Oscar for playing a racist. I'm like, oh I, my I remember God. just being like, Brendan Fraser in an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. That does not compute. <laughs> Like, it doesn't make any sense. And, yep, and Ludacris was in it, and uh, Matt Dillon. Whoa, whoa. Show some respect. It's Chris Ludacris Bridges, Steve. Mm, mm, he, he was the only one in that movie who actually did, it gave any convincing performance. I can't, I don't I don't believe you. I haven't seen the movie, and I've seen watch the Fast it. and Furious movies. You'll agree with and me. And I don't believe you. <laughs> Just watch it, you'll agree with me. He's the only one who didn't suck at acting in that movie. He's terrible in the Fast and Furious movies. Well, he's a terrible he's actor, but he was the only he's one He's a terrible actor. But he's the only one who was watchable that movie. Uh, okay, all right. Because he didn't I, overdo his performance. Everyone else was like, "Feel my pain." I, I can see that. Because as yeah. I said before, the movie uh, it was a try-hard kind of film. Try, yeah. Like I hate movies when you see that. It's just like, wow, Sharon Stone's really trying to get an Oscar, isn't she? <laughs> you know? yeah, no, yeah. You watch a movie, and it's like from the start, everybody. It's, it's like they had a meeting before filming. Like, the Mighty. Then they were like, "Come on, guys, let's try to get an Oscar with this." Are you talking about that movie, The Mighty? Sharon Silk I was just thinking, what was that about? I remember that sounds familiar. Was that about like a fat kid or something? Yeah, and her like son had like some kind of bo- internal growth structure that kills him. Um, uh, she plays the mom. I vaguely remember it. No, I was thinking of Alpha Dog, which got like nothing but shitty reviews. I never saw it. You it? even what? went out of your way and told me, oh, it's a pretty good movie. So I was kind of shocked to hear What the fuck that. was Alpha Dog? Uh, ben Foster. Oh, yeah, I saw that once years ago. Yeah, you said it was good, right? I don't probably. Yeah, I possibly. remember hearing it was like shitty as all fuck. I remember I heard Iron Lady was shitty with uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah, she still got an for an Oscar because you know she's, she's Meryl Streep. We all know the Oscar. She's going to get nominated for that one movie she plays that rock star mom. Yeah, no, oh. no way. If, seriously, if she gets nominated for that, yeah, she then the fucking system is broken. It's all right. Because no one cared about that movie. No one liked that movie. It's not well rated by anybody. Oh, that not came badly rated. Oh, that came out. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I, I remember, exactly. I remember the preview. Either I didn't one know of you, the judge made, and remember, Robert Duvall got nominated. <sighs> the system is broken. Yep. See, I proved my point. I'm saying she's Meryl Streep, and the Oscar, I will argue, is sexist. They can't think of any actresses in the past other than Meryl Streep. They're, come on. She nominated Meryl Streep for Into the Woods, but yet they didn't nominate Renee Russo for that was, Crawler. That was fucked up, too. Come achieving. on. No one, no one saw or cared about Into the Woods. So that's like, like, shit. They were like, you know what? What other actors? I never were... thought you could release a movie with Chris Pine and Anna Kendrick and a whole bunch of other great actors, and I'd be and... like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? mm, Anna Pine. This is Oscar works with actors. Yeah. What actresses work? I don't know. We don't pay attention. They go along with the actor nominations. Well, it's the same way I feel like uh, fucking films do with uh, black guys. Yeah, that's movies, true. Where it's like, oh, we need a Green Lantern. Let's get Tyrese Gibson. <sighs> yeah. Is your requirement only let's get a black guy? <laughs> Literally, like, you realize there are great black actors out there and you keep giving these roles to like Denzel Washington the dude who played or whatever guy. The, you know, oh, whatever, just get a white He's black and yeah. he fits the role. The dude who fucking played... And even uh, like Iron Man movies are guilty of that. Let's get Terrence Howard for Jim Rhodes. I'm like, couldn't we have done a little bit better The guy who played Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle for uh, Jim Rhodes. Couldn't we do a little bit better than that? Like, don't get me wrong, I like Don Cheadle, but like, he just does not have the physical presence that a character like Jim Rhodes needs to have. He needs to be a big-ass dude, you know? 
Bill like, Sheridan with Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. I feel like he never... Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm just know, saying, he got the one shot of steel, and it's time... You know what would make a good John Stewart? If Brian saw straight out of Compton, the guy who played Dr. Dre kind of looks like John Stewart. Isn't it? Aren't they all played... I, I still haven't seen straight out of Compton, but aren't they all played by the actual rappers? No, children? I think it's just Cube's son. Cube's just Cube's son. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the guy who played Dr. Dre could perfectly play John Stewart. Easily. I don't know, but they should probably try to go for it. I, I never really thought about that. They um, didn't go with Tyrese, by the way. That wasn't confirmed. That was a rumor. That was a rumor, but still. Well, still like, the shit Tyrese you can tell that was something that was actually considered. You know what I mean? Like, you hear these rumors, and you're like, okay, it's probably going to happen, but you know they fucking were like, we're probably going to do that. Probably. They're like, that's, that's a good idea. You were right. This scene was unnecessary. It wasn't, yeah, there's... With the well, like I said, it's just like Kristen Wiig's like, I feel like she's, I, I get like the needy feeling from her. You know what I mean? She's I trying. need to feel like people are attracted to me, so I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? I mean I'm, I'm in good shape for a woman my age. I mean, I'd marry her. Is she her. even that old? I don't know. Why would you marry her? You're, you're so weird, Steve. Where did that even come from? What did that have to do with anything? <laughs> to, be, to be fair, if I weren't already married, I would marry, uh, in addition to my wife, we'd become Mormons, I would marry Jennifer Lawrence. So, I can't hate on you, Steve. Jennifer Lawrence said she was like married. She could be a total bitch, and I'd be like, "Whatever, you're super hot." <laughs> you have the like. She could like probably beat a starving kid on the street, and I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> Never like your face is still a canvas. She could make homophobic, anti-Semitic remarks. And I'm call just gonna war, repress like, that shit, and we're gonna keep getting going. Next, you're like. I can't have sex with that kid, so what do I care? <laughs> wow, you guys are... No, no, no I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, yeah. No, no, I'm joking. Seriously. <laughs> Mate wouldn't have sex with that kid. Really. No, he's not Jared Fogle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Nathan doesn't really eat fresh. For, like, three days, Steve kept sending us photos of, like, people, like... Jared Fogle shit. There's so I was trying, but none of the shit I was sending was going through. I keep getting like errors. It's like, Weird. fuck, this is hilarious. Yeah. So I, I gave up. But uh, I sent you guys like eight things. The funniest one that Steve sent was what's that that meme of the little girl running? Right. Like yeah, where it's just like that running. little chubby girl running. Yeah, yeah, running. Yeah. And she's doing like this weird face. It's a it's a popular meme, so I think people know what I'm talking about. But it was that photo with Jared Fogle trying to like grab her. <laughs> I was laughing about that. That was so evil, whoever made that. Then they also have one where he has his giant, his fat pants, and then he's all these babies inside of it. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta talk about this part, uh, because it, I, this was probably the only belly laugh in the movie I got. It was on her show, she uh, personified Gina with a fat actress. Yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking it was weird that, like, oh, you, well, her friend's Linda Carlini, on her show, she's gonna have some fat girl in a bathing suit, and it was just kind of strange. But I didn't think anything of it, because the whole movie's been strange. So yeah. I figured no character is ever gonna comment on this or say anything about it later. And then in the scene where she confronts her and she walks away, you hear her off screen and say, fuck you for making me fat on your show! And I was like, Pah! <laughs> <laughs> It hit me at a weird moment. But, uh... Good. It kind of, like, sneaks a plot in there. You know, for the first hour, it doesn't make any sense. And then when, like, all the characters start coming to head, like, the brother, two brothers argue, and then one chick quits, and, you know, her friend ends up hating her because of everything she did, you kind of, like, stop and go, like, oh, I guess all that stuff was happening, but I didn't realize because all this shit's been so strange and nonsensical mm-hmm. up to this point. 
this movie... I don't know what I'm going to rate this at the end. I honestly don't know what I feel about this film. Just... I don't know. It was... I, I, I'll get more to it yeah, when I'm we actually looking. get to the reviews. But, like, I hit a point where... I, I, I wanted to not like it. Just from the first 20 minutes. And then, like, I had to admit to myself, like, you know what? For something you keep thinking is pretty shitty... You're still watching this, and you're still really entertained by this. I've just been doing nothing but paying attention the whole time. So, yeah, you know, there's something there. I, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't know <laughs> what's there, but there is something there. Within the diamond in the rough? I don't know. Like I was trying to say earlier, like, this movie, whenever it's like a comedian gets like a passion project or does something for them, and I get that sense with this film... To me, it always seems like it's something that would make other comedians laugh. Yeah. But not something that would make normal audiences laugh. Agreed. You know, and because yeah. I think yep. that like comedians' brains just work differently. So like I know me, like I'm not a comedian, but like I laugh. I think more than the average person, and I think things are funny that like other people wouldn't find funny. Like I'm always very aware of shit, and I'm always like thinking of like something crazy that could happen to make this funny. Constantly, so like I respond to something like this because like I'm kind of occupy a little bit of that headspace, and I think comedians just have to think differently to come yeah. up with the, the jokes they come up with. You know what I mean? I just get the sense that I always wanted to know what Chris Farley would have done in his career if he made would make a movie similar to this. Shrek. It, it's I you know it's like it's one of those things where like everybody like it, it's very sad he died, but like when we come to terms with it, it's like. He probably would have fizzled out around like 2000, and we never would have probably. heard. Probably. Like, look what happened to Mike Myers. Like, no one gives a shit about Mike Myers anymore. You know what Maybe I mean? like Love Guru, I think that was at the end of the road. He popped up in uh, fucking uh, Glorious Bastards. Like, Glorious Bastards for a second, but you know. Yeah, it's funny because, yeah. well, I mean. Mike I remember being confused by that. I, remember, I, I dug it. I thought it was a fucking cool choice, but I was I don't like, remember why that. is he in this fucking movie? You know, I really like him. I feel like he could be really, he's really talented, so I don't know why his career went. Why he chose the career path he chose. And really, like, the Love Guru bombed, but it didn't bomb, like, at least I don't think it did, to, like, Geely levels. And even then, like, people were able to, you know, uh, get their career back on track after that movie. So it's not like he had an unforgivable bomb. Yeah. That you look, like, Josh Trank had an unforgivable bomb with Fantastic Four. He's never going to work again. You know what I mean? But, like, Mike Myers could have recovered from that, and it seems like he just didn't want to. He was really... I think he probably he also do a uh, Marion uh, interview with him, and I, I do kind of get the sense of him being like, "I got enough money. I don't really feel like doing anything." I don't he want probably just like, so, eh, whatever. "Yeah, why? What else? Why do it if I don't?" The Rick Moranis type. I'm just gonna go live off all the cash instead of being Adam Sandler and going, "I'm gonna keep churning out shit after shit because I can." He is so bad. Sandler, like Jack and Jill, was the death knell for me. Like, don't get me wrong, he wasn't the guy I liked. That anyway, much. but that was like, okay, you put the nail in the coffin now. You're just done for me. Like, I don't care anything. And the uh, one you recently did has gotten nothing but shit. Uh, pixels. pixels. Yeah. The Cobbler as well. I the, heard okay things about I, that. I watched that. So it that's was, a drama, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched that on Netflix. It was whatever. It was okay, I guess. It wasn't It wasn't supposed to really be funny, so. Like, it had some moments where it's kind of humorous, but it wasn't like his standard fare. I've talked about it before, but I just get awful. frustrated when you have a great dramatic performance from somebody and then they just go back to doing dopey comedy shit I hate you see that with Marlon Wayans he was fucking I'm sorry he was amazing 
in Requiem for a Dream, you know what I mean? Or you got Adam Sandler, who was awesome in Punch Drunk Love. Like, that is a good movie. And then they just never go back to that, you know? Because it doesn't make money, and that's what people want. But, but Adam Sandler is at a point where nobody wants his comedies anymore. So, even if, I am getting that sense. Like, even his fan base seems to yeah, not give a shit anymore, you know? So maybe he could go back to doing dramas. I just feel like I, don't think, he cares, I, I think The Rock is the perfect example of a dude that's like he tried for a second to do other stuff, but now he's kind of like you know what I'm gonna stay in my lane. People like me in dumbass action movies, and I'm just gonna keep doing dumbass action movies. You know, he's gonna uh, hey your franchise is struggling. It's a dumb action franchise. I'm gonna come up in there and get your uh, you know your money up. You know what I mean? Basically, like Hercules. I love that movie. Movie's so My bad. appreciation for that flick only went up the more I thought about it. <laughs> that movie it's is so dumb. I started that and I never finished Dude, it. Dude, finish it. It's so good. I mean, by good, I mean awful, but good awful. Fun, fun awful. It's fun awful. It's so much fun. That's that's the best word to describe it. It's, it's fun. Fucking fun. It was shit. entertaining. And I, it has a chick, Rebecca Ferguson, from uh, Rogue Nation, who it, I loved her in that fucking movie. I thought she was great. Like, usually the Mission Impossible... She was awesome in that movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, usually the Mission Impossible movies, the female characters have kind of, like, been forgettable. You know what I mean? Like, they had the uh, femme fatale chick in the first movie that no one remembers. And then they literally replaced Thandie Newton the instant Mission Impossible 2 was over. You know, and then, like, 3 and 4... Paul Patton was okay in 4, but she's kind of forgettable again. This... The the, the last Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, that was the first time where I felt like... I, just, I'm, I really kind of hope they go that route. I hope you just recast Ethan Hunt and keep the series going. Because he's the perfect character. Like, there's... It's been five... I said about this today. He's been five movies. We know nothing about him, barely. Because mm. he's not important. The character isn't important. The action and the mission is important. So, like, you can just keep doing missions. I don't care who you cast as that guy. Just cast another guy as soon as Tom Cruise can't do it. Don't get me wrong... I want Tom Cruise to continue doing it as long as possible. He's a fucking rocks of shit in that role. And he totally likes to fucking go in with it. Yeah, do fucking crazy shit. Like, what other celebrity do you know of that does crazy shit anymore? Like, I feel like when Jackie Chan went away, that kind of whole feeling went away of, like, There's stars like, well, going to be... computers. Yeah. Now. He's like, no, I'm going to get on a plane and let it like, fly into the sky. Climb the Birch Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Like they brought up some damn sequence where you know his slaves got on the hot stuff. <laughs> his slaves. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we have a entire uh, bed of human slaves. If I fall to land on, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know it's like and people like a lot of times I think like celebrities like and I think it matters if you see my face and it's like yeah it does matter you know what I mean so I do appreciate when you go out of your way to do the, the stunts and do the action sequences because then it, it makes it feel more authentic you know. Well, yeah. the thing about you don't like CG too much too is like. It's going to age terribly. They had the best villain, too, of all of them. I recently watched a Screen Rant video about terrible and unnecessary CGI. And they showed behind-the-scenes footage of The Thing, the remake uh-huh. that they did in like 2011 with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'm sure it did. It never looked good to me. Anyway, they showed... Originally, they were going to do puppets, like the original movie. And they showed the puppets they had come up with. And these puppets looked fantastic. I mean, they were fucked up beyond all recognition because it's a fucking thing. But it's like human chest cavities opening and double heads and like fucked up shit. And it was all done with puppets and it looked fantastic. But for the movie, they decided, oh, we're not going to do that. Let's just make it CGI. And then they showed clips, CGI clips from the movie and it looked like shit. I'm like, 
why wouldn't you stick with the puppets? Like, why did you... You didn't need to CG that. Like, that was so... Yeah, it might be a little more work, but it looks better. It's going to make your movie better. You know what I mean? Would have made the movie look a lot better. Yeah, so like... Especially I, when you're like a horror kind of thing, like fucking... Puppets, I think, age better with that, because puppets have like a creepiness to them. Mm-hmm. So like, there you really don't want to use CG, because CG's just going goofy, but the puppet's just going to maintain a creep factor. Yeah, I've, if it I've, moves unrealistically, like that, it's unsettling. Yeah, I've said it before with just the Terminator movies as an example. When you see the Terminator moving in the first film, in, in a skeleton form, mm-hmm. and it's that stop motion Terminator, it's fucking scary as shit. But then when you go and watch like Rise of the Machines or something, and it's CGI Terminators, no fear. They're not scary right. at all. It's like oh, a bunch of shiny, you know, slick looking things. What was so creepy about it was the fact that it jerked and it moved yeah. weird and it was freaky as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those guys that, like, hates on CG. I like CG. Like, usually I get annoyed with people complaining about CGI, but, but if it's sometimes done, but if you when you see that, yeah, when you, when you see that, not only can you pull it off practically, but you took the steps to pull it off practically and then didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then I really irritated. Like, I was watching the, I still haven't seen the movie, but I was watching the behind the scenes of The Hobbit. And like they had like the main orc that was like the villain. Yeah, they practically did him, and it looked great, and it looked like the old Lord of the Rings films. But then in the movie, I guess just the CG, an entirely CG character, and it's like why? And why does he look like shit when Gollum looks fantastic? You can do full on CG characters. So why I, does that guy look like fucking I, I shit? I have mentioned that the fucking new Hobbit movies look way shittier than the fucking movies I made ten years prior. Even the CG just it looks like shit. So I'm standing re raving about it. I'm like, no, this movie looks fucking terrible. It's a lazy cash grab. Yeah. You can see that from the production value. Oh, God. I, 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 hate, I hate when that is blatantly obvious. That this is literally like, that's the frustration I felt with The Amazing Spider Man. This is blatantly a cash grab, and you fuckers are eating it up. You're playing into their hands. You're Fourth. giving them the cash they want for this cheap cash in. You know what I mean? I get frustrated by that. Dude, that's what the fourth uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was. I watched it I'm like, oh yeah, this is just... All I'm doing is watching fucking dollar bills on the screen. Yeah, that, but that movie series it was the same thing I got with... Like, you don't care. But the same mm-hmm. thing I had with Halo. Halo 3 was like the end of Halo. And they gave you a great ending. Mm-hmm. Master Chief adrift in space in cryo-freeze. There's something that happens so you can come back out. You know, but do that ten years down the line. And they're like, this is the last Halo. A year later... Here's Halo ODST. Then here's this. Oh, oh, Halo 4 three years later. What the fuck, man? You said it was over with. Huh? Kind of liked Halo 4. I'm I'm sure it's a good game, but it's like, you said it was... It's one of those that it had to find it. Yeah, you you ended it. Just let it be. You know, that's why I'm so glad they... You know, like, look at, like, Back to the Future trilogy. Look at the Dark Knight trilogy. They haven't touched it. You know what I mean? Those movies exist on their own, and they're fine. Anytime you go to a fourth one... Sometimes it works, sometimes it the doesn't. The only time it worked for me But was when Mad it's Max. complete, just leave it be. Mad Max is the only time the fourth movie worked. Period. I can't think... Uh, Rocky. Well, Val Bolt, yeah. That's great. I'm talking about legitimately good. Rocky Bell, Rocky 4 was... Rocky 4 is legitimately good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. That movie is so entertaining that I don't... It's, it's, it's good. I, I, I won't even apologize for liking that okay, movie. Okay, no, I take that, that back. That amazing. Take that Jurassic World was really fun. Yeah, okay, that, that's like a different thing because it was, Jurassic series wasn't like a, a perfect trilogy. God, you know what I mean? People back didn't like the anything future, else the first one anyway. Was a perfect back trilogy. to the Future, Star Wars, 
Those were perfect trilogies. Wait a minute. I take that back because, you know what, Mad Max wasn't a perfect trilogy because uh, Beyond the Thunderdome was a shitty movie. Well, it was still like, there was a sense of finality to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I get what you're saying with that. But like Jurassic Park was like, you could only go up with that because the second one and third one sucked. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know what I mean? So it was like, well, if you make a fourth one, whatever, the first series was great. You know yeah, I mean? like, so, everyone's like, Unless, oh, of course, we went with their like, original script ideas. You could not fuck up Jurassic Park already more than it's already been fucked up. Military-trained laser Especially dinosaurs. that third movie. <laughs> that third movie was they so kind of good. played with that material a little bit. <laughs> yes, but they did not have guns mounted and, and that's dinosaurs. A, I will give that Jurassic really World props to. No, see if they were coming what, I, what I will give Jurassic World props to is that I didn't realize it was an incredibly dumb movie until like weeks after I saw it. <laughs> you know oh, the movie's stupid as it, shit. It was, I, I, remember I, I got a very dumb sense to it, but I was like, it's not overly dumb. It's like dumb how like a summer blockbuster is dumb. Yeah. But it wasn't until like a month later that I was like, no, that was just flat out brain dead. Like none of that made, it was all retarded. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, so, like, I feel like anytime you go to the fourth one, Star Wars, Perfect uh, Trilogy, then you come out with the prequels. Indiana Jones, Perfect Trilogy, then you come out with Crystal Skull. You know, like, just leave Crystal it Skull was unnecessary. Just leave it Are they looking to do more Indiana Jones as well? I'm down for that, actually. Uh, because, like, Indiana Jones is a little different, just because I can see that. The character was in response to James Bond. James Bond is in a, a series. Okay. You know what I mean? That's not a trilogy. That's a series that's meant to keep going. I feel like they're, like Mad Max is another character like that. I feel like you don't have to stop at three there because mm-hmm. that character can continue. Just cast somebody else and keep it going. And like, honestly, I know you disagree, but I actually like Tom Hardy better than Mel Gibson as Mad Max. As Max. I don't know if I disagree with that. It's just that I, like, I wish more, I had more. More to go on. Yeah, that's that was true. The thing. He was... His performance is better than Mel Gibson. Say. Like the honest trailers had it right, where it was like co-starring. You know, it's starring Charlie's their own co-starring Tom Hardy. You know, where they call him? T- yeah, no, they call him Tom Hardly in the movie. Tom Hardy. I was like, yes. yep, that's right. Sounds that's exactly right. it. I love Mad Max. Year, that's still my favorite. I want to play the game. game. It just Me recently too. came yeah. out. It's been getting I, great reviews. Oddly enough, when I read reviews, the one thing they complain about is. It just has Batman Arkham series combat. I'm like, good. Yeah, no. Why? Why is that? If even you steal from the best, negative? I'm not going to knock you because that's half the game. I would rather have a good combat system than an original shitty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you're saying. And, it, and, it, and you know what? If they had provided you with an original shitty one, they would have been pissed about that. So that's you can't. You can't win. So anyway, uh, that was welcome to me. A uh, weird movie that... Uh, Very strange. I feel we talk about it a little more than we normally do when we tackle these films. And our subjects uh, that weren't the movie were in relation to it. So. Movie at, least, at least initially. You know what I mean. We split off on a tangents that were justifiable, I think. Yes. More anyway, than usual. If you've made no... it 63 episodes in, you've come to expect this at this point. Yeah, I'd imagine. Otherwise, so, uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Sexually. Steve, uh, using Netflix's five-star rating system, what would you give Welcome oh, to Me? My goodness, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if I like it. Is this the first it. instance in a Netflixing show where you literally just are too perplexed to even give a rating? Look deep yeah. within your anus. <laughs> I'm going to have to say to be announced or not announced. TBA. I, I just don't know. And you know what? Like, I can't. That makes sense not to me. Even, yeah, I, I completely understand. <laughs> Ryan, what do you give Welcome to Me? I've been going back and forth about how I felt about this movie since I fucking watched it like a month ago. Like, it just, 
haven't been able to. I think I just go with like a three. Yeah. It was entertaining. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I wouldn't own it and watch it regularly. I wouldn't recommend it to people, nor would I tell them don't watch it. It's the first time I ever felt this way about a movie. Like, I don't know what to say about it. It's just, it, it was just kind of like an uncomfortable kind of ride, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you the same score. I rated it a three out of five. Uh, like I said, I wanted to hate it, but I had to admit I was entertained the whole time and you I finished what? it. So it's, I'll go with a three, two. There you that's, go. That's fair. Threes across the board, uh, generally because we. It's kind of weird because like the Hunger Games is something, or the the sequel Catching Fire, both movies I would give threes, mm-hmm. just because I'm indifferent to them. Yeah. I don't feel either way, but this is that in a different way where it's it, like I was through my thoughts for a loop. Intrig- yes, I just kind of don't know how to feel about it, but I was I I sat through the whole thing, so three out of five. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, our reviews of Welcome to Me. Steve, you have anything you want to plug? Seven T. Still, I've got my next shoot coming up this Saturday. All right, there you go. Keep uh, track of that on Facebook.com slash Seven T. Movie or film. Film. Yeah, Seven T. Film. All right, yes, sir. What do you want to plug this week, Ryan? Scented candles. Light that shit after you shit. I just had an idea. I'm Poo-poo-ree. going to stitch together all of your. Uh, plugs into one episode of Netflix. Netflix, I think that would give us like a funny, ep- like, you know how like eventually uh, sitcoms and television shows just end up do running a clip, like a clip show? show? Like, I feel like Netflixing's due for a clip show. So I'm going to do a clip show of my <laughs> shitty plugs. I'm going to do a clip show of your we plugs. Should, we should do a best of each of us. Well, yeah, I'm not, best of, no, 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 I'm going to stick with the clip show idea. I think that would work. And then later on we can do the best of. I think we need more material for that though. Uh, yeah, we need I'm gonna. Obviously, we need a, a stitching together of Steve's misogynistic comments. <laughs> I never said anything misogynistic on the show. Yeah, dude, dude, <laughs> thank you. That's a great That's idea. We've all said uh, terribly misogynistic. <laughs> I'm like the least misogynistic. I'm actually a feminist. In the name of comedy, we have all said terrible misogynistic thing. I'm not gonna be a douche yeah. that labels myself a feminist, but I will be like, I'm practical. All right, if a dude hits a woman, that's not a good thing. You know what I mean? But, but if she hits the dude. That's not a good thing either. Yeah. So just let's don't not hit each act other. like yeah. Let's not do that. Just how about we just, just kind of like that all lives the Black Lives Matter thing. All lives matter. All sexes matter. Let's just treat each other all right. Yeah. Don't kill it just because it's a skunk. You might not like its uh, species, but uh, its life matters. Yeah, we're getting way off track here. I'm gonna plug. Uh, <laughs> please help the podcast. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Comment, review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, all of our various platforms. Uh, check out Eden the book it's available on Amazon I recently ran a free price promotion and uh, gave away a lot of free copies but you know what a year's a year's worth of work went into that so be really great if someone would spot please oh god ah anyway uh, check out Eden on Amazon uh, check out the Batman blog on Tumblr I'll post a link to that uh, you should have links to that already if you're listening to the solo Netflixings I did on yeah. the Batman the Animated Series got real steamy on the uh, mm. solo all natural episodes of Netflixing <laughs> and uh, check out the reviews I will be doing uh, on YouTube I'm, uh, Netflixing the show is what I'm calling it but it's really not Netflixing it's just me but I'm too lazy to come up with a brand identity so I'm just stealing this one so check it out on YouTube. Uh, by this point, I should have uh, Straight Outta Compton and Mission Impossible Rogue Nation up on YouTube to watch. 
please be kind. Uh, I'm, I'm learning. So anyway, next week we start a new phase of Netflixing. Uh, we don't have a title for it yet. Right now I'm just calling it Underappreciated Films. So we're each going to pick films that we like, that everybody else seems to hate, and we're going to make our arguments for why people should like them. And I'll be kicking it off, of course, uh, with Quantum of Solace, the 2008, I Bond believe. Uh, Daniel, that long yeah. ago? Oh my god. The 2008 Daniel Craig Bond film, which uh, takes a lot of shit in the mouth, but is uh, actually a good movie, I think. It's okay. Has a lot of good action scenes. We'll get to it anyway. We'll see you next week. Until then, bangbust.com. I mean, stay flexing. My free cams. I say that. <laughs> My- stay flexing.